Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films, Narcitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 686, Ambulances. <laughs> the no, Ambulance. It's Ambulance. Yeah, what a <laughs> weird title sequence that was. Yeah. Well, we'll get to. There's yeah. a lot of weirdness. <laughs> I so. think they do that because they're going to do an NCIS kind of thing. They'll, they'll be an Ambule NY NCE. Oh. Ambule Yeah, I was going to say, like, if you've, you've locked into the L.A., you pretty much have Los Angeles and Louisiana, and you're done. That's, That's it. right. <laughs> well, if there's anything that can limit the number of spinoffs, I think we should embrace it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so uh, let's go around the table, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And this is Paul. I don't even know how many times you've been on the show at this point. Enough. We were saying you should get like the the gold jacket, like yeah. an SNL he's, or he's something. He's the fifth Beatle of real spoilers. <laughs> Except that would thank mean... you. <laughs> and if you'd like Paul to get a gold jacket, uh, make one and send it to him. Check out no <laughs> Patreon slash real spoilers. <laughs> We're for five bucks a month to get all sorts of bonus content, and Paul will get a gold, gold jacket, jacket yeah. if enough of you do it. Gold and jacket, remember, green jacket. Who gives? Um, the the color will be gold, yes, not the material. So just a golden jacket. Yes, uh-huh. let's. Yeah. Well, but if enough of you join, maybe. <laughs> well, never say never. I gotta yes. tell you, if we get enough to make a gold jacket, we've done something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then well, I get to go see Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do one episode and then we're gone. <laughs> That's right. We're all heading to the Costa Rica. The Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, hey, what's that, guy, what's that guy doing over there with all those bats? <laughs> <laughs> so uh where were, oh shameless plugs i haven't even started them and i already did one that's a first ta-da yeah, yeah you're right so uh don't forget we're available on apple podcast uh, spotify google podcast wherever you find your podcast you can find us while you're there 
be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave a review behind. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And if you want to do something that helps us out that doesn't cost anyone any money, I guess except for the cost of your phone or computer and internet service and electric. Is that even a thing anymore? <laughs> Phones and computers? Well, I mean, like, com- I like literally phone. have a computer in front of your face. That <laughs> I mean, like, paying it. for, like, you know, computer minutes or phone, like, minutes you on your phone. You just got to pay for your internet. I guess that's true. But He's you don't like, have to pay. I just you show guys, up. Your wife pays <laughs> yeah. the bills, doesn't she? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's like, You're I just show up. You're in charge of that. Are you crazy? It works. Yeah. I type things in. They yeah. come up. I don't know how. But you don't, don't pay individually for talk, text, and data. Like, oh, let's not go over this month. Don't call me until after 9 p.m. Yeah. They do if you get their services like track phone, those prepaid minutes and uh they're not all unlimited plans some of them kevin's a drug dealer i would say the game when so you get your, when you get your burner phone it's all about burner phones. <laughs> well yeah I, I have to do a lot of research for movies where they say hand me my burner phone oh it's this guy but then he's in their contact list because that's how burner phone works you gotta keep your contacts up to date you need like one that's the going of a burner phone you get yeah oh one. it's knucklehead make sure to put knucklehead in the burner phone <laughs> Dumbest <laughs> movie ever. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, we're, oh, shameless plugs. Uh, League of Show Shares. Yeah, you should share an episode. That's the long and short of there this. There it is. And people who were kind enough to share an episode this week, Travis T. Witt, Ralph Tribble, Chris Falls, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Magic Man, Heather Sachs, Tom Dowdy, Gabriel Lugo, Heather Sachs, Chris Williams, Nostalgia Cast, Invasion of the Remake, Spoiler Piece Theater, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, We Have a Hulk, Cinema Recall, Ronnie Castle, geek to me Radio, In Session Film, Matt Neglia, Binge Movies, B. Garner, and Feelin' Film. So thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. And, uh, and oh, I would do Patreon, but I already did it. Well, I, I will say I that there are... I subject you to it twice. Two, there's one episode that's in the can, and we're rec- one episode has been recorded and not edited yet. And I say edited very loosely, because we don't edit those. <laughs> uh, and then there's there'll be Matt and I are going to do, finally, the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I got to tell you, he was chomping at the bit to talk about that movie. Uh, I do have something else lined up uh, after that. I think a friend of the show and my best friend, Brian Sprath, and I oh. are going to do a, like a recast episode where we're going to take a certain uh, superhero that had a movie in 1978 and recast the entire thing with like current day actors a new director composer writers the whole shebang condor man exactly yes. swamp thing oh paul i would love nothing more than to do a swamp <laughs> thing recast except with, for adrian barboobs yes why would you recast her adrian barboobs yes yeah she got she got those put that, get to stay <laughs> she got put in that movie for from two that reasons. time frame absolutely i mean i'm yes. sure they're fine for what they are today but yeah. Like we're going, we're casting the net wide. John Carpenter knew what he was doing. I'm getting a call from Standards and Practices. <laughs> they invented it for our podcast only. <laughs> we invented our own HR department. So uh, anyway, there's all that. Let's dig in to uh, this is a soft reboot of Mother Jugs and Speed. Oh my god! So. <sighs> <laughs> I was like, "Come on the 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 only guy older than me has to get that joke." You know, <laughs> sometimes sometimes when I come on this show, I don't know how the three of you felt about a movie. This is the first time he said the name of the movie, and we all went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they threatened to talk about it, but we've really got to talk about it it's, now. It didn't yeah. seem real until this moment. <laughs> it's crazy. It's not crazy because it's Michael Bay at this point, right? And that dude is almost like untouchable like everything that he does he's never not made a profit yeah i mean those transformers movies as terrible as they got 
like we're still making oh, yeah. well, billions of dollars, right? Because yeah, like, the overseas, bat, the, but the night, the age of the knights, or whatever that whatever that King Arthur one, one was, right? six hundred million dollars on a two hundred million dollar budget. I mean, pain and pain and gain, pain that, and gain. I mean, they've all done, they've all been profitable, yeah. and he has a style, the, right? The first hour of that was good. Oh, right, and then, I think this is kind of in the same vein as pain and gain, where you get to a certain point with these characters, you're like. You're all bad guys. Right. Like, I I understand your motivation at, at one point. Like, it makes sense. But this movie was so bad. <laughs> like, you, they want you to root for for the bank robber, at least one of them. Yeah. And then you, you end up kind of not rooting for him. And then right. And you kind of not rooting for the girl trying to save him. By the end, I wasn't even rooting for the six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Just on general principle. You wow. Know, you know what's yeah. an interesting? It, it's an interesting idea that nobody has ever tapped into yet. In the current climate of how people feel about police officers Mm -hmm. they've never doubled down on like bad cops and i think that's a premise that would kind of work right like if if the cops are the bad guys and you've kind of got like a robin hood-esque bank robber right that's a story that could work in 2022 because i think i don't think you can make like hero cops right now I don't think it's a thing that anybody wants to see. Well, they kind of did that. What was the name of that movie? It was, uh, there was like, it was about a, uh, I, I can't tell it. if you're going to hit me with like some sarcasm right no, now. No, no, no. It was like a, a, a black female cop and like she figures out that basically all the cops around her are dirty and oh, she's. Oh, that does I don't think it was very good. I think bell. it got pretty bad reviews, but, mm. but I was like, it was an interesting premise. And I think it was called Black Serpico. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But I think that they know that they'll just get lit up in the Maybe. right hemisphere of the political spectrum. Like, if you make a movie like that. Like, if you made a movie like, if you made Smokey and the Bandit today, yeah. conservatives would oh, their pants. There's no way. They would be apoplectic. Laura Ingram's head <laughs> would explode <laughs> if you made Smokey and the Bandit today. If you could pick up that movie in time, erase it from 1978, and move it to today, they would lose there they would just go and cast an Afri- cast a black actor as, say, as no oh. you could pick up that movie through to sit somehow <laughs> if you made that exact same movie today if it had never existed they would be like you'd have no respect for police and you're ridiculing the art the men in blue and you know like that's funny they, by, by the way it's no longer illegal to transport cores so why is this even a movie <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but it should be oh, man, just, for such, cores. just for cores just yeah, for cores just for cores that's because it's gross how yeah. have they not remade that movie yet somehow just i don't get know the product that's placement. a good that's a good question i because you can't do it like i mean you can't make a movie about trans you know transport i guess that's true you have to go back to like instead of that yeah. time period or you could have it be weed yeah oh that's true we would work yeah that's a good point but kind i just think, of but now there's not even that much yeah i guess but do i don't know that, that you could transport it True. I don't oh. think you can move it from state to that's, state like that's that. That's true. But it's know? just becoming more because like... Because that was what made Smoking the Bandit kind of work. It's like, they're moving beer. Like, right. nobody's like, oh my god, beer, you're yeah. you're destroying the nation. It was just... We're this, out of prohibition at this it's point. Not, right. yeah, it's not prohibition. <laughs> it was this dumb little antiquated quirk of the law yeah. that made them be able to do something bad that right. nobody really cared about. But they're not even being pursued because they're carrying beer. Right. They're being pursued because the sheriff's son... Has lost right. the woman he was going to marry in right. Sally Field. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. There, there, nobody at any point God. in that movie says, and by the way, that's a truck full of cores. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Get him! laughs> right. Man, that movie's so good. 
Because ultimately, it was really just about them. They know they have to speed to do it. They could be carrying anything. Sure. The cores up the ante a little bit. Because in the second one, they weren't carrying anything illegal. It was an elephant. I've never even seen the second one. Oh, boy. So the, this... sec- the second one's not bad. It's not as good as the first one. But it's the not one. the third one. <laughs> the, the second one is what Cannonball Run he come 2 back? should have been. <laughs> Does Burt Reynolds come back for 2? Yeah, they, everybody's oh, okay, back for okay. the second one. It's the third Isn't one. one Smokey is the bandit? The, so something? the third one was supposed to be Smokey yeah. is the bandit. Ah. And they filmed it without Burt Reynolds. And then, ah. and then uh, Jackie Gleason was the whole premise was he was doing the run and impersonating the bandit and they got it completely done and it was a hot mess and so they reached out to jerry reed and they were like we'll give you all this money if you come in and film some scenes we could splice in between oh and so then and then now he's impersonating the bandit and it's it's just nonsensical if you try to watch the third one because it was an entirely different film and then they filmed all these jerry reed scenes to drop in between but for a long time, it was apocryphal. Like people didn't know if the Smokey is the band. It was even real. And then somebody actually oh. a few years ago found the original trailer. It's like that Jerry teaser Lewis trailer for Smokey is oh, the Bandit. I got gotcha. you. They they but yes. yes. You, so, know, you know if you type that into IMDb, it says no. <laughs> <laughs> he, so Michael Bay, I think he early in his career, there was nobody that was filming movies like him. Like he was doing things with, bad boys. with the camera, bad boys, the rock, which I got to tell you, the fact that they referenced the rock oh, in this movie, started. go we, suck it. We just talked about this. They even reference bad boys. They say bad boys. Yeah, in this they movie. Do. do they? When yeah. the cops get out of the car, they're like, oh, oh bad yeah. boys here. Has there ever been like a time when a director has referenced his own stuff like in in a different movie? I don't know. It's so stupid. I just brought this up the other day, and it wasn't the director, but talking about other movies that exist, and I said, oh, sometimes the actors are in it, and they mention a movie they're in, oh, but they're sure, not sure, playing sure. the actor, so it's like... But yeah, he went and took it to a whole new level, and is just referencing his own movie About how great it is. Now, it, it is great. But, the Rock is fantastic. <laughs> if you say so, but the problem is... Never, what? When, but when you're in a movie theater, I'm watching a movie, I don't want to be reminded that what I'm watching is a fake universe. Like I don't want to be reminded, like, oh, there's other movies that exist this director has directed. I want to be in the story with the characters and everything. You know, it takes you out knowing there's a movie called The Rock that exists, directed by Michael Bay, and I'm in a Michael Bay movie. So, okay, so what about if you're watching, uh, I don't know, uh, a James Cameron movie, and they reference The Rock? It's not as bad. I mean, it's definitely not as bad as this. But I'm just, I like, just, I, what if the movies share a gaffer? <laughs> as long as I don't know until the credits hit, it's fine. I, but, was surprised okay, no, that, I was surprised that neither of the main characters in this said, I think we're headed for Armageddon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but wait, so how do you, Last Action Hero does it all the time. But that is a satire. That's the premise of the film. Okay, see what I mean? Like, okay. that, like, we, we talked about that the other day, too. It's like when the movie is leaning into the satirical I, nature or a commentary of something, it's fine. But these people are just straight up referencing movie quotes <laughs> and actors. And we're in a movie directed by that director. It's right. just, it's it's not funny. It's not clever. No. It's stupid. There's nothing funny about but, this and movie. And I think it speaks to the self-aggrandizing, like the, the nature of Michael Bay. He's so self-indulgent in these scenes. And there are so many shots throughout this entire film 
that are in there because they look cool in yeah. quotes and don't move the story forward. I mean, did Michael Bay get a new drone for Christmas? Yes, he yeah. did. <laughs> because I'm telling you, those stupid shots going up and down buildings and like don't, turning upside down, and and they yeah. don't even they don't even help to um, set the geography of what's going on. Like I could not tell where they were at any time in the city of L.A. And those were not like cool establishing shots. They were just no, let's go up and down a building yeah. and then cut to. Something I mean, it else. did look cool. I mean, yeah, I, he, but... he, there were some cool shots, and I got to tell you, I got most of this is practical. It has to be like a lot of a lot of these effects and the and the stunts and everything mm-hmm. are practical stunts, which I appreciate. But I don't think they're good stunts. Like, oh, like, I don't know. Oh, about that. two cop cars. Oh, it's a dead end. Oh, let's keep going. Oh, we went off the side. <laughs> okay. Oh, a cop car flipped over, and it's kind of off center to the right. And okay. so, what drove me <laughs> insane about this movie? Was the editing? Oh, oh my man. god! Oh. This thing was edited within an inch of its life. There is so <laughs> much editing. I have five pages of notes. Number one note: incoherent editing throughout the film. <laughs> yes. and, Number one note. And they're just not only is it incoherent, but it's just nonstop. Once the action starts, I mean, I don't think you get a shot longer than a full second. No, I agree. The the problem is, is he he <clears throat> films, of course, with practical stunts. They're filming stuff from a lot of angles, but it's not even that he's cutting to different angles. He's doing like different takes, and he will show a car or a person, and then he will cut to the same angle with a different take. Right after the last one, like there is no, you're not changing views, you're not changing characters. It's just like he's just cutting things up yeah. in a way that yeah. it, it it looks so messy. In the re- in the review that I wrote for my website, yeah. I started off with, if I were ever considered to be the editor for a Michael Bay movie, <laughs> I would have a contract that says you pay me one dollar per edit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. you would. It's, I, it's it's so interesting because I can't even imagine what it's like to edit like oh. this. There are so many edits. But, yeah. but, but, but there are three editors, by the way. I checked the credits. No. Three there different people. Because yeah, the edit first one two, because the first two died. <laughs> I, I mean, films don't usually have more than one editor. No, I mean there is clearly not a singular vision with the editing in this film, and. There there are things in this movie that are messy too, where it's not just like quick cuts, which there are a lot, but yeah. it's not just that. There's one scene where Jake Gyllenhaal is going through a garage with two guns. Oh, and then the next scene it cuts to he has one gun in his hand yep. running around. It's yeah. like they're doing. Where did time, you get that? <laughs> but they're just doing time jumps to where they're not. I mean, you're talking about two guns cut one gun. I mean, it's not like any kind of a time jump that's meant to be. It's like messy. It's just messy. And yeah. he, I, Jake Gyllenhaal, I think is a fantastic actor can be uh, yeah and I, I think for the most part he had found his kind of he'd found his footing when he's doing like prisoners and he's mm-hmm. doing uh nightcrawler and things yep. like that and i think he can also be very funny i think um what was the one with Anne hathaway oh damn it they were he's like what the far- pharmaceutical love, salesman love love and other drugs yes oh yeah i think he's a great like smarmy kind mm-hmm. of but with a heart of gold that's right? an underrated movie by the way i agree with you i totally agree uh i'm happy he got paid yeah because I don't know what he's, he's doing. He's doing the same thing he did in Spider-Man, though. Oh, see, it's, I liked him in Spider-Man. But it's still that crazy, that crazy Jake Gyllenhaal. He's doing that yeah. thing where he's like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, he just can't <laughs> contain the craziness. And I, I don't like him in that type of role. I don't think it. Sure. It just no, I, it he's terrible in this movie. And that's not, a, I, he's doing his thing. There's there's moments like there's moments where, OK, that's pretty funny. But then there's other moments where I'm like, oh, it's just yeah, what, are, what are we doing? Also, here? I think they're improving sometimes when 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 he and Yaya are in the uh, car museum or whatever he works at. You yeah, know, um, they're like talking over each other. And he's saying the lines like twice because I don't think Yaya knows how to like 
fire like fire like, his hey, man, line back get back to the script so he, he says it and then he's in the middle of talking and then yaya says his line and jake says it again over him and then he has to repeat his and they left it in and i'm thinking like i don't think that was scripted <laughs> that way it's just messy in in the words of tom o'keefe this movie is like a michael bolton like he just goes from zero to a hundred and oh, just yeah. stays at a hundred and does not stop there's no it. modulation there is like nothing. one like the first 15 minutes of this movie are like establishing in air quotes right and then once they start the robbery it is just and the robbery starts 20 minutes yeah like we're all he's in the he's in the garage and we're all of a sudden he's the driver of this robbery and i think if you like these sorts of movies you'll probably like this movie sure you know what i mean but 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 there's so much better types of movies right like where we're at so this movie so badly wants to be heat Oh. And, and isn't heat. Yeah. And everything about it reminds you in L.A., the bank heist, them out in the streets with the guns. But it's not heat. And if you remember, heat has quite a bit of character development and story I, before I, the heist. A lot yeah. of it. And this movie just jumps into the heist and then it becomes speed. And they want you to care about the characters. And these characters do have an arc and there's a lot of them. But I never felt invested because they never spend enough time with the characters. It's just go, 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 and I think that really does a disservice to the story because there is something here, and this is a remake of a Danish film. Oh, is it? Yeah, and uh, the Danish film's 80 minutes. Yeah. it it It's two brothers in an ambulance. Well, it's the same. But I was like, but what's the one brother's deal? Because they got socialized medicine over there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got no motivation to rob the that, bank. That special uh, surgery, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> she has, she needs the cancer surgery. Do they say cancer? And later they say, there's oh. like one line where they say oh. cancer. Because I missed that. My second note is wife needs experimental surgery. For what? Yeah. Like, but, but yeah. they're like, nondescript experimental They can't put it in because of HIPAA. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she would, she 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 so she needs this surgery and she needs it right away for for quote for you know for cancer Here, and but she she doesn't look sick that's what i'm saying anyway, that's exactly what i was gonna carrying say carrying that baby the she whole movie she looks totally like, fine not the whole time can't have cancer and still be able to function but like if if it's, if like, it's a desperate they're making it sound like it's down to the wire have yeah. her sitting and, down or something like yeah. she is she's standing up the entire time holding that baby right non-stop yeah non that, that's anytime why we see her that's, that's why this doing. movie's bad because it's not the concept that the 80 minute danish film i did watch it it's, Didn't it's, they do that with Taxi? Am I making that yeah, up? That's no, French. Taxi was a French. And it's yeah. huge. I mean, they made like three or three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but it's an 80-minute film. It's very tight. It's very simple. Uh, but it's a lot of, it's just a lot of talking between these two brothers. And yeah, there's car chases and stuff like that. But the movie doesn't depend on them. Like this movie lives and dies on, you just want to see explosions mm-hmm. and Michael Bay stuff. Whereas the other film is more about the the brothers and how their relationship is this way. And it's very similar. One's been in jail and all that. Um, they're trying to get uh, heart surgery for their mother. So they need to steal the money because like the mother's heart is about to go out, which seems like a better motivation to me than not because now both brothers have motivations. They, they tried to flip it to where there's good oh, brother, bad brother, yeah. where I guess in the original, like they're both trying yeah, to save and one life. has been in jail. So there is one that's a little worse and is kind of convinced the better brother to go in on it. But they both have this at stake. Um, but, you know, it's, it's them going back and forth. And then there are questions like they get in this ambulance and they're there. They don't know there's a woman and a man who's had a heart attack in the back. So instead of a cop that's been shot, well, don't take that guy's heart because it's useless. 
Yeah. So, so, you know, they've got that in the back and then they're, you know, pretty much doing the same kind of thing. It ends in a very similar way. Um, not the exact ending, but uh, you know, so I just, it, to me, it worked better in that concept. Like the stories there, it can be a very good story and, um, good characterization and everything. And this movie, I just didn't find myself caring about. No, they, they don't do enough to make it. The only person they spend any real time on is, is it Camila? Camille? Yeah, Cam, whatever, call, whatever yeah. the ambulance driver's name is, the, she's they, the best actor in this movie. I, thought I don't she was disagree. Really, no, 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 no. 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 That no. six-year-old girl, <laughs> that girl was so good. What six-year-old girl? I was thinking she oh, was really oh, good. Oh, the, the girl, opening scene. And that yeah, opening scene. that opening. Because yeah, when that scene fair. starts, this opening scene with her rescuing this girl yeah, yeah, from yeah. the car wreck, I was like, "Hey, like I was encouraged. Yeah. I was like, this is a good scene. Like, yeah, this, yeah, like yeah, maybe we got something here. She's just not in it much. But I agree. I thought the same thing in the theater. I'm like, she's good. When we see her again, she's comatose. So. But well, at it, least you know. At least this movie followed up on the child in the hospital true. because <laughs> Morbius point. does the exact same thing in the beginning of the movie with a sick child, and he puts her into a coma, and you never hear from her again. No, isn't he sitting next to her when Matt Smith attacks the nurse? He's sitting in. The, he's sitting in next to her when Matt Smith attacks that. Yeah, nurse. you do see. You do see her again, but not. But they never like follow up on. No, her no, no. Condition. They never do. Yeah, no. Right. You know. <laughs> they never make sure she's okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's it, so there's a there's a giant plot thread. That is in this movie where the EMT, I think her name, I think they call her Cammy. Yeah, it's Cam. Is she's looking at her phone, and she's looking at the the, the bank. It's Isa Gonzalez. Yeah, she was think, in something yeah. else that we just did. She was in the Netflix movie I Care a Lot with mm-hmm. Rosamund Pike. I love. Oh yeah, that was, that was a good. That was a really great good movie. movie. But she was. But she was also in the overrated Baby Driver. There it is, Baby Driver. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if it's overrated, but. Unfortunately, I that, thought it was good, but yeah, yeah Isaac Gonzalez. So yeah, so she's sitting at the she's sitting at like this this restaurant, looking at her phone, looking at her bank balance, and she looks disgusted, right? Because she's got like two hundred bucks in oh, it. Right? Let's not hold on. Let's not talk about product placement in this movie. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I was looking. I was just <laughs> oh, like looking at her phone. Was, oh, sir. What, 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 oh. Was the was her ATM information entirely in Chinese? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Do you remember that? <laughs> what was that? It was a Michael Bay Transformers oh, movie. Oh, sure. Because they had they they were one they had sold some sort of product placement in China and yeah. like and like Wahlberg goes to check his ATM balance or something and it's like the machine is in Chinese and they just show it for a split second but it's just like that's funny. That's, why but, is this in Chinese? You're in Texas. <laughs> this movie. Hey, what's with that Corvette? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. I got these new Keurig machines. Let me make you a coffee. <laughs> oh, I have no money on my oxygen mobile banking app. <laughs> oh, you're drinking a Heineken. It's non alcoholic. Here's the label. Oh, who wears Birkenstocks to a robbery? That's the first ten minutes of the movie. I think the Birkenstock joke worked. Okay, I but like, it's a product but, placement. Uh, sure, and those, but that's the only reason for it to work. Those, yeah. those things are all and, in the beginning of the movie. And Keurigs aren't new. Like he's acting like it's <laughs> no, space age technology. Right. This one cup coffee maker. I just yeah. Michael. We know Michael Bay is not subtle with product placement, but this Michael kind of, Bay is not subtle. I know, but with could product, have stopped right but, there. But we've seen Mark Wahlberg crash into a Bud Light truck, pick one up, <laughs> drink it, and go ah, delicious. Like we know it's not subtle, but this is like grotesque. Do you think he's product being placement? Cute? Like, do you think, think he's being so. cute to do the like? Look, it's a pro like like Wayne's World when he's like, look, the choice of the new generation. I, I think he's doing it non ironically. <laughs> yeah, I just, agree. It, 100%. It's, it's gross in a movie that that it's that obvious. So you know, you've got those jokes, we've got the product placement, we've got the drones. Isn't Josh Dumal in those Transformer movies? Because I swear that guy was Josh Dumal, the captain of the police or whatever. He's no. like not Josh Dumal. <laughs> Josh Dumal is in. 
he I think he'd been in all of them except for the Marky Mark one. And I feel like they're like, hey, put this guy in a hat and sunglasses. He looks and talks like kind of like you Josh know that Jamal. guy too. I know. He's, yeah, I think he because Josh Jamal's in that thing about Pam right now, isn't he? Is he? Oh, is he? I think he plays the her defense. The oh, okay, the, yeah, I think the defense attorney of the husband that she frames. Yeah, you're oh. right. Which, if you're not watching, is really. Good. I need to get yeah, it. Really story. It's crazy. Story. It is a crazy story, but it's like I thought because I knew the story. I'm like, I don't know that this will hold my interest. Yeah, and it's really is that good. it's really well done. Who is that? Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the best part is that they, it's narrated by Keith Morrison. How oh, that's real. even better. How brilliant is that? That's pretty, that's good. pretty good. Yeah, I love. Keith so Morrison. okay. So the premise of this movie, though. So so. Yaya's wife needs this treatment, right? And so he's a he's a veteran. He's a he's, foreign, been, he's a marine. He's retired Marine Corps. He can't get anybody on the phone, which is probably the most realistic thing of this entire movie. Yeah. Is trying to get somebody through the VA to help. Except you. then the phone blows up. Correct. Yeah, which yeah. doesn't make any <laughs> the sense. The phone explosion. <laughs> I was, also like, didn't make any sense, but it was really cool the way it was captured by a drone. But I also like how he's actually talking to the VA, and then she's like, "I can't help you." Click. Like they just hung up on. Yeah. Him. Okay, I know it's hard, but I <laughs> I think they at least go, "Sir, is there anything else I can do for you?" Like, and the lady yes. actually said. Click, click, yeah, right, yeah, click, yeah. click. Maybe yeah. you won't notice. I can't hang up on him, but if I say click, and then Yaya's thinking, well, maybe that's the problem. She's looking me up under click. She yeah, thinks my name is click. <laughs> no, it's that movie. It, they were just trying to mention click. Yeah, that's what they do. They wanted, this, they wanted to get Adam Sandler to reference this yeah. movie. I wish Christopher Walken was in this movie, <laughs> dancing up and down the streets. Is that in that movie? No, but oh. I mean, he does it in that Fat Boy Slim music oh, video. That's true. I was like, man, I didn't know what was great. happening. That was. <laughs> Uh yeah, so he d- he gets a phone call from an unknown number. She says you better not answer that. He said I didn't. It's you know because we know it's Jake Danny. Jill and Danny. He's going to see Danny at this. So he goes to see Danny. Uh, yeah, when when one, anybody's wife says, "Don't do this," absolutely, <laughs> I swear I would never do that. I don't know why you would think I would do that. <laughs> I'm gonna Ooh, go do that. Cut, <laughs> Michael Bay. Cut. Half a second later, yeah. here he is with Danny on, on the phone. Yeah, I'm on my way. But here's the <laughs> right. deal: so he, he needs the surgery. He can't get help. So he shows up at Danny's doorstep. On the day of the biggest <laughs> heist of Danny's life, five minutes before they're about to leave for the heist. Yeah. And wait a minute. All the other thugs out of Central Casting go, uh, is he the guy? No. Okay. So they were expecting another guy. They were guy. expecting another uh-huh. guy. He didn't show up, but Yaya shows up five minutes before they leave, and they would just trust this guy without knowing any plans. Right. They, they, they've, they've not gone over one. He has no idea what he's doing. Of the of the of the plan with this. He and, has and no it's clue. Cool. Just come along. You can drive. Well, I was so happy when when the one driver guy got killed. The the which guy the, the oh the, the stereotypical guy. The stereotypical New York guy in yeah. L.A. This yeah the stereotypical New York Italian guy who yeah. who has to like. Who who's like a uh, Vinny Exposition? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, look at this mom Luke right here. Yeah, like, who was this cop doing here right before the bank opens? <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand. When he said Mama Luke, and I was like, that's not even a phrase anybody uses anymore. Yeah, I haven't heard that in ten years. But yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. So like, okay, I get that Yaya's hard up for money. So uh, he's the adoptive brother of Jake Gyllenhaal. Their dad was a bank robber. He took in this he was a kid. Vicious bank bank robber. Yeah. So you know this. You know who Yaya's character was supposed to be played by? Will Smith. Dylan O'Brien. Who we all know and love, love and monsters. Oh man! Oh, love and monsters. Okay. That would have been kind and of he, interesting. He dropped out. Yaya is a great actor. Like he was in the new Candyman. He was Watchmen. Watchmen. He was He's fantastic. amazing. He's in the Watchmen. bad guy in Aquaman. He was in Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah, Bobby Seale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He is Black Manta, he, isn't he? Yeah, he's Black Manta. He's just call him Manta. 
but yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's a phenomenal actor. So like, I have no the best. Yeah, <laughs> I liked seeing him in this movie because I like get him. paid, man. But but I mean, he's good for what he's given. I don't have any problem with him. So that's not the problem at all. But anyway, he gets recast. He's in the movie. Um, that's how they explain it. They have did they ev- say did they say why he Dylan O'Brien dropped out? To just do another project. Good for him. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, but every character is. We didn't want to tell you, Joe, but he's making Nightwing, Love and Monster Squad. So, uh, all right, you, ha- you have my attention. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm in. But you know, they have to have three or four characters say like, "You don't look like his brother." <laughs> Like, that is true. They do say that a lot. How are you guys brothers? Oh, God. Yeah. It's obvious what the deal is. Even, like, good yeah, it's Lord. like, come on. Yes, there is such thing as adoptive brothers. Like, right. come on. You don't have to. And then Jake it's like Dillon. they've never seen. You've never watched an episode of This Is Us? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So they've got to get, you know, so they go in. There's the, the guy doesn't show up. Yaya coincidentally shows up right before. They let him be a part of this $32 million robbery that they've been planning. Okay. I would have liked a little bit of info. How does he know how to plan these heists? Where did he get the information? They all know how to like. I like well, it looks. I mean, from what I, mean, I they do kind of say that when Jamie when that. Jamie Bell shows up, who I don't think I've seen since Josh Trank's The Fantastic Four. Jamie Bell's in this movie. Isn't he the? Isn't he the? Uh, I do not think so, but you could be right. Isn't he the the Fed? That's Jamie Bell. I think so. No, that's no. Kiro Donnell, oh. FBI agent Anson Clark. <laughs> then what is man? I don't know, but I was like, mm. oh, but Jamie Bell wasn't the Fantastic Four, right? Yes, he that, played Ben Grimm. Although it says it? here, uh, Kiro Donald began his career as a Jamie Bell impersonator. Excellent. Oh, that's thank fair. you. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, no, no, but no. He no. Says I want to know how he planned this heist. I'm just saying, oh. like, get, that's why with these heist movies, you get a little bit of setup. You got the guy that knows how to get in, the guy that is good at the security systems or all that. What like, do you think? Look, if you can't crash a car during a setup, we're not doing. <laughs> yeah. It. What do you What do you think the best heist movie is? Oh, jeez. I mean, I think Heat is up there. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I was thinking Ocean's Eleven. The Ocean's movies, Inside Man, Inside Inside Man's Man's great. That's a good one. That's one of my favorite Spike Lee movies. It's so good. You got anything from the forties or fifties, Tom? (laughs) I don't know. I was trying to think. (laughs) I'll give you one from the seventies. Going in Style, the original with George Burns and Lee Strasberg and Art Carney. Yeah, it's not a heist movie, but there's a bank heist in the middle of it. Okay, where they're wearing just absolutely goofy stuff they got. From some local novelty store. I, I mean, like I don't know that. if you. And they're in their nineties. If you oh. consider it a heist movie, I don't know if it really categorized. But Dog Day Afternoons. I was going to say Dog Day, yeah, Day, Day, Day Afternoon is, is so good. number one. That's and I and I yeah, I mean that's one of my favorite of all time movies. It's yeah. so good. But I mean, uh, you know, Gone in sixty seconds, The Italian Jobses. You know, those are good <laughs> heist Jobses movies of, of cars stealing. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, I like to at least have a little bit of setup of oh, we got the plans from whatever. Here's our guy with the safe. Here's like you know, but they kind of just go into it. I don't you know you don't need to spend an hour on it. But like they just go in, and I'd like to know some process how. How they know how to get in there, cut the security wires, who's doing what. Um, also, you've got the the SWAT team cop guys are actively monitoring this situation because they're going to do this Correct. money transfer. And then they have a tracker on Jake Gyllenhaal's Mercedes because they say the Mercedes hasn't moved yet. We know he ditches the Mercedes for the car that the cartel guy drops off, the van that you know the Italian guy's driving. Yeah. But then they don't know who any of these guys are because they're like, oh, all the New York bad guys are dead. These must be the L.A. crew, whatever. But the Mercedes at the place <laughs> is the one they've been monitoring. 
so how are they mean, monitoring them? But then they don't know who he is until the FBI guest says that's Danny the robber. Also, they're Danny in LA the and they don't know who the LA guys are. They knew the yeah, New York guys. Yes. <laughs> they said the New York crew's dead. This must be you, the, the LA crew. There's a New York guy part of the crew. Yes. So they have to know who that guy so is. So I yeah. just this is the problem where again, there's a good concept here. Michael Bay can do good explosions in action, but yeah. this story, the way it's written. Not to mention the bad dialogue, but just the story beats. Like, I just, it's, yeah, I, it's also we have seen the way police officers operate over the past five to ten years, right? It's it's all over the news. When you when you dress a police officer up the way these guys are dressed up, and the carelessness of how they are just firing rounds at uh, anything that yeah. moves, it's like okay. I can make a pretty good guess as to who Michael Bay voted for. Yeah. So whatever. But it's like you have to pay somewhat attention. Like, I understand that the idea of realism in this movie is out the window. But when you were just unloading rounds into wherever. Just city streets. Just what, there yeah. are people running <laughs> everywhere and this the cops is, are shooting. This is the complaint about Man of Steel, right? Is like there's just casualties everywhere. Like nobody's stopping people. Like these guys, these guys in the beginning with the money, yeah, they have a lot of money. They don't have any hostages. You don't pursue them in the middle of busy, crowded city streets. You pursue them in a helicopter as they're getting away. At a distance. You don't want them to like freak out. And and also when the whole thing is like, oh, we have this injured cop that we can't let die or we're going to pull a murder charge. (laughs) And it's like, okay, but there has to have been so many dead cops. When that car. With with all these car crashes. When that car goes like. It's sawed in half yeah. at one point. Yeah. And I was like, well, those guys are dead. Yeah. Like, there's how do you you don't come you don't duck and come back from that. Like those those, those cops have literally been decapitated. And by like, the way, if we have to protect the cop in the back who's injured, why are we using snipers to shoot at the driver? <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> do we think is going to happen after they, they kill that mo- guy? While they're moving. Well, that's yeah. when they thought the cop was dead. But there's still a lady back there helping him. There's still an innocent civilian. Right. right. But the, the fact that they are so aggressive with this chase and shooting into the vehicle whether it be the snipers or cops with their regular guns or whatever, the helicopter guns, anything, with with any civilians on board, I, it just seems so reckless. And, and the chief cop at one point says, and we're not going to use spike strips because one of our fellow yeah. brothers, police officers, is in the back of this. Sniper rifles? What, what, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll shoot at it, but don't you put those spike strips out. There were so, like, I thought at one point we were going to lose, not lose, but, like, the, the majority of this... Uh, SIS team or the feds were going to now, disappear. SIS, SIS, they're the really good ones at trapping people and they're really sneaky, right? Correct. Because I heard the SIS operates and they in a way wear, they wear they hoodies and their hats backwards. Yeah. yeah. I learned a lot what about is, SIS in this What movie. is SIS? I mean, you can have, like, I think most departments have, like, a, maybe not St. Louis. We have a SWAT team in St. Louis, but there's, like, a, I mean, from this movie, I assume that these are, like, the top tier cops who are there's no evidence of that there's not in this movie <laughs> not in this movie at all uh i thought we were gonna lose all of those guys not like dead but like they were gonna drift away and we were gonna focus on the partner like this the cop who's in the back of this ambulance has a partner the entire time yeah. he's like kind yeah. of hinting around this whole thing but then he's gets stuck driving a car with a dog in it oh and the main cop is like get my dog out hold of here on, hold, like, on, okay. hold on hold on hold on hold on they're they're chasing this ambulance through a parking garage. There is a police officer in the back, and there is an EMT, two yes. innocent hostages back there. They are mad, and they're going to go through and start 
bumping the car, swiping it, shooting at them. Jake Gyllenhaal is holding a hostage out, and they are not backing off. <laughs> That's crazy. But by God, there is a dog in the back <laughs> of the car. This is too dangerous. Yep. Call it off. Yep. The captain only calls it off because his dog is in the car. <laughs> right. There are two hostages that they don't give a crap about. No. Well, they say they do. And then they do. <laughs> well, their actions pursuing. I mean, he only calls them off because his dog's in the Correct. car. Like, I just, Correct. <laughs> that's and a stupid, stupid thing. And I don't care. I like dumb movies. There's some do very too. fun dumb movies. But that Michael is, Bay has made some of them. Yes. I, there's nothing wrong with a dumb movie. But this movie goes beyond the cusp of just dumb for action's sake. It's. You know it's bad. No, bad writing. Yeah. I don't. I, it, it is bad writing. I think. I. I will say. I think some of the shots are cool. I think using practical effects is amazing. I'm all f- because you know that's people getting jobs, right? Like that's stuntmen and everybody. There is a scene where a guy where it's supposed to be Jake Gyllenhaal's character hanging out of the ambulance, and I was like, well, that's not Jake Gyllenhaal. No, not that's at all. That's not even close. That's that's almost as bad as the guy who was Arnold's stunt double when they well, were yeah, driving. That guy the- had like a bushy beard. <laughs> like yeah. it, I mean, you could clearly tell. Him. I and noticed I the same. Thing. Yeah, his big thick beard. And by the way, have any of you ever tried to drive in L.A.? Yes. Yeah. Okay. In this movie. There's no traffic problem anywhere none. they yeah. go. None whatsoever. Even, they, even in speed, yeah. they have to get the bus off the highway because yeah. there's traffic ahead and they have to keep going 50 miles an hour. In this one, they're doing 75 miles an hour <laughs> wherever the they go yeah. and there's never even a slowdown. I, it, at one point, the, the, the head cop is like, man, we got to end this before rush hour. I go, Why? Yeah, because there's nobody out because one thirty in the <laughs> afternoon is worse. <laughs> what was with the weird sexual tension between him and that gal in the surveillance truck? I that was just weird. You gonna put him yeah. in handcuffs? Oh, not the fuzzy kind, the, the steel the ones. Steel mm. ones. Like, Better, don't get that what? Cheeto yeah. dust in my hair. Why yeah. would I get Cheeto dust in your hair? <laughs> you can hide a raccoon in there. Yeah. Like, like also, I don't, just that was a weird joke. That was. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. It's just weird. The 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 banter, the stupid banter back and forth was. was Who was weird. that cop, by the way? He have we man, seen him before? Yes, a lot. You're talking about not Josh Dumont? Yeah, he was Garrett that, Dillahunt. He, he was the dad on Raising Hope. Yep. Okay. But he's been in all. Like he's one of those character actors that you would see all the time okay. and stuff okay how much ammo do these people have all uh, of it unlimited they've never reloaded once in this they movie. found the cheat code for jake, unlimited it's ammo. LA. they got the cheat code yeah. <laughs> jake gyllenhaal is firing automatic weapons non-stop at helicopters the police cars everything you never see him reload once no nope. i mean that's, that's just that's, i get in movies but like this is excessive. i will say that's an old like 80s trope <laughs> but but i will say that like in John Wick. John Wick or The Raid and I I those are the, those are probably the two of the greatest action movies made in the last It's so cool 15 seeing years. people reload cuz it's it, it adds realism and have to, to keep action fighting, movies. Yeah. Right? Like in The Raid that guy's trying to reload while people are coming at him. But like these guys should at least in their ambulance have a duffel bag full of ammo. <laughs> I mean, no, it's full of money. There's got to be something though to understand how much how much they're shooting you yeah, want they, you wanted to see that shot where they take the clip off the gun they look motion. at it they realize only one bullet yeah. left and they put it back on and kill three people yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just it's it's a bit ridiculous again action it's action movies where you check your brain i'm all for it It doesn't have to be exactly realistic but they're going it's a t- over a two-hour movie yeah but there's not, this did not need to be oh, two hours and 16 no minutes. way right. the original no is 80 minutes like they it really gets in and out it tells the exact same i mean pretty much the same story plot points the uh, very similar motivation you've got the two brothers two people in an ambulance like they do it all and i'm not saying like it's high art like i mean the movie was a fine little 
dr- dramatic thriller. You the know, like, original one. Yeah, yeah. It, but but I mean, to me, it just seemed more effective because there wasn't as much stupidity, and uh, it just wasn't so self indulgent. Like the, like it's action sequences. Michael Bay can do action explosions. We've Absolutely. seen it. It can be very fun. But to me, every time I saw a cop car flip over and then it cut seventeen different angles and all that, I'm like. What am I watching? I just can't even focus. This movie seems so ADD that I feel like he made it for the TikTok generation or something. You know, like the, the I way that tell it moves you, man, so fast. you may not be wrong. I, I really do think he's just. Do you remember that Six Underground movie on Netflix? Sure do. It's sure, filmed it's, the exact same way. That movie starts. That's and him is, too, right? It is like yeah, it is him. That's yeah. since Six Underground. I think that's his thing now. Doesn't it feel like he just snorted a bunch of coke and just went crazy with yes, this movie? Yes, like, I think that's how he lives his life. I, and Tom, about the two hours and 16 minutes, remember, there are three editors here. <laughs> three editors couldn't make a shorter movie. Well, the second guy said, that guy shortened it. We got to put these clips back in. And the other guy goes, whoa, 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 hold on. You just put those clips in? Put double the clips back yeah. in. That's hey, the- your version only has three fruit carts getting driven <laughs> over. Put the other two back in. And it's, they're all in there. It's crazy because... Th- this is the wrestling corner. I haven't been there in a while. Oh, WWE yeah. has changed the way they they should they edit their shows. So and they do this right. So if you're watching the ring, there should be just a stationary camera, right? You can yeah. move it from side to side. You can do whatever. But they're doing like quick cuts, like yeah. between like so every impact has a every, cut, so you it's can't a cut, see. And I'm just like, what are the, we? Yeah. What are? And it's watching a Michael Bay movie. I was like, did they? Did they just copy what Michael Bay did? Like, hey man, that was cool. Let's try that. Well, uh, I mean, on, it's on dead on TV. demo. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. My theater, I went. To, I did it in the IMAX because I'm like, it's Michael Bay. This is the way you kind of have to do his movies. I went at th- like two o'clock on a Friday, and it was empty. This, there wasn't a single person of I like I swear not a single I'm on my phone just mucking around because nobody's around. You didn't have a sociopath sitting in the seat next I to you. Did not no. <laughs> so this this movie, forty million dollar budget. I mean that's impressive. Are you serious? This was a forty million dollar movie. This was a forty million dollar movie because it mostly just takes place in the ambulance. So you've got the actors, which must have had a back end deal because I don't know how you pay anyone. I mean Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya would get the most of it. I would think, but. But like forty million to pay the actors, do the physical stunts. That's crazy. I, I you got to give them credit for that. Uh, yeah, no, this does not look like a forty million dollars. This no, looks yeah. like a two hundred million dollars. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious, I or at least a hundred million dollar movie. I, but. Yeah, I would have said, I would have guessed a hundred that they maybe lowballed it and got it done for seventy five yeah. or eighty. I would not oh, have guessed yeah. forty. So that's the good news. The bad news: eight million dollar opening. Oh man, I mean. The, the the problem Did is they save money by filming in co- during COVID. They didn't have to close any of the streets. You know, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. You know, yeah. Michael Bay doesn't believe in COVID. <laughs> um, so the thing is, it's got a low budget, but it also isn't making a lot, and the movie just doesn't have any stars. Like yeah. I talked to Tom about. Oh, this. interesting. I, I J- people know who Jake Gyllenhaal is. I, yeah. He's a very good actor. But when has he ever about. opened a movie? Right, that's fair. And Yaya, Bubble Boy. phenomenal. <laughs> Yaya's phenomenal in most everything we've seen him in, but there's no name that gets people to go, you know, I'm oh, going to go see that, that movie. Right? So when Michael Bay does a Bad Boys movie or produces a Bad Boys movie or Transformers as IP, you know, there's something that draws people in. And with this one. Were they names when that movie, when that first one came out? Who's that? Will Smith and Martin Lawrence? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the were two they? of them were, yeah. Yeah, they both had hit TV shows. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Okay. That's true. That's true. That makes sense. Will this movie do big overseas? I. It seems like this is the kind of movie that does big international box That's office. true. I mean, the action will translate. So, yeah. 
but but I think that's the problem with with at least the domestic box offices. There's just not the names to draw people in. Uh, Michael Bay is the biggest name with but... a forty million dollar budget. This movie will still make money. It has to by the time they sell it to cable and Netflix and all yeah. that. Like it will still make. What was the? But what it won't was... be great though. No, it won't be great. I mean, but I'm just saying with forty million, it's they're going to have a hard time getting. Hurt. They they still got to make. 80 or 100 to break even so yeah. i mean it's not like what was his last massive hit that wasn't a transformers movie like does he have one that i was... think 13 hours is one of the best movies he's 13 ever made. hours is really that, good. that was the time where i go okay michael bay's not just doing explosions i mean yeah there were war explosions <laughs> in it, but you know i mean it, it wasn't just gratuitous it was it was a really good movie john yeah. krasinski was great in it i thought wow we're gonna get some different stuff from michael actually bay. you know what i think that i think the, the this police chief is in 13 hours probably okay yeah so, I mean, he had done Pain and Gain, which, you know, again, I, I, if it weren't based on a true story, I think I would have liked it a lot more because, you know, there were likable things about it. It just makes you feel icky yeah. knowing what happened in the real thing. So he did that. He did 13 hours. It's like, wow, this guy's going to do some different stuff. But this feels like it's just going back to the old Michael Bay. And- yeah, there's I think with Bad Boys and like The Rock, he's not doing this yet. Like he's got the big set pieces. He's got like you know Nicolas Cage on top of Alcatraz, holding up two flares while a, a plane flies over and him. That's like who that's, Jake Gyllenhaal is trying to be is Nicolas Cage. I, okay, this. you know that's what that's he's, a fair. He's argument. going big. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I just think that that's a really hard thing to do unless you are someone like a Nicolas Cage who who can do that and who be, can own that yeah. and, and kind of that's his thing, right? Right? Like it it works because you know that. You know Nicolas Cage's mindset is like he's really going for it. You know he's not just trying to do a Nicolas Cage impersonation. It's like that's what he does, and he yeah. loves movies and loves all these classical performances that inspire him to do this. And in this one, it just seemed weird coming out of Jake. It's very, it's very weird. <laughs> Can I mention two other things about this movie that drove me crazy? Yeah. yeah. One, in fight scenes, Michael Bay shoots it so close. He uh, does extreme close-ups yeah. on everybody. You have no perspective on what's happening in the fight. Totally agree with you. Not only does he edit it too quickly, but he's so close in, mm-hmm. the person throwing the punch is zoomed in on, and you don't see where the punch lands until afterwards. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand that. The shaky that. cam action in this whole movie, not just the little bit of fight scenes you get between the brothers and the ambulance and everything, but when they're in the heist and the camera's moving around and shaking and things, gunfire's going off, it is so shaky. It's more than a Bourne movie. It's, you know what line I did like? But see, in the Bourne movies, because that's where it all started, correct. that shaky cam stuff. It works like they they don't use it to hide fight choreography. No, you'll see a two shot of them having a fight for a minute or two. Right. Right. And they use it to like the camera does that like on impact when somebody gets punched. You know what I mean? Like Because yeah. like, I like I was late to the Bourne franchise because it's just not my thing. Yeah. Man, and well, first one's real good. It was. Yeah. yeah. And, but I was like, when I, when I watched it, I was really caught off guard because at that point then the, sh- the shaky cam fight scenes were everywhere. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, oh, but it works here. I'm like, everyone else is stealing the shaky, but they're not doing the other part of it. Well, it, I think they started using it to hide your right. actors. That's yeah. what it was. They used it to hide you and, and to, to not have to really have a well choreographed fight. Yes, right. that's what exactly what I thought. I thought, yeah, they didn't, you know, bring the stunt coordinator in. Why? Nobody's going to hit anybody. <laughs> and we won't see anything. Uh, yeah, that's one. Of the, it's it's all I've on this show i've said it a billion times it is the problem with big budget action movies is they don't want to take the chance to let and look the born movies matt damon and i I think of that scene in the in the apartment Mm -hmm. he's fighting that guy when the guy jumps out the window yeah like that's matt damon fighting that guy right because you're right they do pull back they let you see matt damon doing i was like all right man like you, you got it down and then we like liam neeson i was like 
Liam Neeson's not throwing a punch. Like, that's ridiculous. Here's, here's the problem, right? So just like we talked about with Morbius and how it's like, yeah, Morbius isn't the worst superhero movie we've ever seen, but we've seen 20 others recently that are really, really good. <laughs> yeah. We have John Wick now. Like, right. we know what action movies can be. Deadpool, John Fight Wick, choreography, the raid, all that reloading, stuff. all that stuff. You can make a great action movie and not hide that stuff. And people can train for it, and, and it looks really good. So it's hard not Even to Even the Batman. I think there's some great fight scenes yeah. in that. Oh, my gosh. That fight choreography was great yeah. between the Batman in the club and when they're going up and down stairs and throwing people it's and all stuff. that. good stuff. So we've seen that. And so going back to the old way of shaky action movies... Just makes you go like, no, we know it can be better. Yeah. Uh, here's the other thing I was going to bring up. Do you think anybody walks out of this movie and wonders how they got an earworm of the Christopher Cross song sailing in <laughs> yeah. their head? <laughs> it was an odd thing to yeah. insert into the middle of it. Two guys in an ambulance going 70 miles an hour, more than an hour into a high-speed car yeah. chase, start singing a, what is it, 80s hit? 78 yeah, to 82, I, something like that? I think, yeah, I think it's early 80s. Sailing. I love me some Yacht Rock. Yeah, that, so, that is like, the definition my, of Yacht that Rock. Is it's called jam. sailing. That is my jam. But you know what? But I, it had no place here. No. no. I do like weird stuff like that, the juxtaposition of it. So 40 years ago. Yeah. Because the, the characters that were like. You shut I'm, up. I'm, I'm 40 old. from when they made the movie. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> We're not counting the COVID years because time was robbed of us. Yes. You ain't lying. Yeah. yeah. But, but, Jake but Jonah- everyone in the movie is younger than the song. <laughs> right. But Jake Gyllenhaal is all hopped up and they're in this stressful situation. It's like, I need to calm down. Give me my headphones. And like, I do like that it's kind of a break in the chaotic and he, speed. Yeah. Nature. And then his brother's like, why don't you give me one of those? Yeah. Give me one of those. And they're doing, like, no. And it's also to show like these brothers have been apart for so long, but they go right back together. I do. I do kind of like it. It is Murdered weird. People. But God, I'll take that versus the hour of nonsense that you saw. But why not a more contemporary song? I mean, I don't know contemporary music, yeah. but there must be songs by Alicia Keys, Rihanna, Adele, yeah. anybody. Anything else? Well, I, I mean, I, I took that as like... Well, it was a $40 million movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They had those I, I, rights. I think it is, you know... Yeah, the rights to that song take up $5. <laughs> the basis for my... The, the music that I like comes from my dad, right? Like, so he listened to Casey and K-Hits and all that stuff. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, that's a song that they listened to growing up is the only thing that makes sense. Like maybe their dad listens to that song and I don't know. Yeah. Their, like, dad, I mean, this, the, their dad, the, the sociopathic <laughs> bank robber extraordinaire. Loved the song Sailing. Loved yeah. the Yacht Rock. He got intru- I mean, it could happen. He got introduced to Christopher Cross because of the movie Arthur and then he just loved the whole oeuvre. <laughs> yeah. I do. Arthur is delightful. <laughs> I mean, the dr- it holds up except for the, all the drunk driving. That's but, a problem. Uh, there's a scene where he's literally driving his rent Bentley Rolls yeah, Royce. One of those. He's dr- like just drinking straight from a bottle of Jack or How something. Point. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's supposed to be an alcoholic. They Didn't do. they remake that? They yeah. did with, with uh, Russell, Brand. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Russell oh. Brand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> you Sorry. know that sigh we all made at the beginning of this. <laughs> it's triple that for that movie. <laughs> um. So you know, I think it's kind of also that kind of like that jarring thing, like. In um, the professional with Gary Oldman, when yeah. he's listening to classical music, but he's also a, a psychopath. I guess you know. I think there is kind yeah, of yeah, that some, works though. But you know what? This movie it just reminded me of better movies. I w- I kept thinking of Heat and To Live and Die in L.A. Oh man, To Live and Die. If you've never seen To Live I mean, and Die in L.A., that it is, is one of the great. I love so, that so much. Oh god, you know there's an alternate ending to that movie. 
I think I might have seen it on the special features. Do they live or die? They live in L.A. They live. Which cut? (laughs) They they get away. Oh, "Oh, that's not as good. But you know, there are so many things in this movie that remind me of both of those, and it it just like I could. I might go watch that later. Man, I love that. Should it's so good. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. A young Willem Dafoe. Counterfeiting money. Yeah. Yeah. Not as young as time works. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like very young. (laughs) Not as young as uh, Streets of Fire. Willem Dafoe. Well, that's true. Yeah. William Peterson. Yeah, William, Pe- oh, William yeah. Peterson. Yeah. It, so okay, we're gonna do six. We're gonna hopefully get this in sixty minutes of suck. The ending of this movie. So they realize they're screwed. They're not getting away with this. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Yaya has also been shot in the chest. Who I gotta tell you, it looks like he gets shot in the shoulder, and they are making this a big deal. Yeah, it looks like a like, shoulder shot to me. I'm like the, the the cop that had his guts pulled I out. Well, yeah, literally I mean, had his on. guts pulled. I gotta out. go to my note about okay. Open gut surgery. Three-way FaceTime call <laughs> in the back of an ambulance with two different sets of surgeons, and she is performing at seventy miles an hour in uh-huh. a high-speed chase. Uh-huh. Any kind of surgical operation, like you go over one bump, yeah. and that scalpel or whatever goes from his gut to his neck. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you couldn't just, accurately put a bandaid on a person <laughs> at that <laughs> speed so, without going yeah, on. Yeah, again, yeah, have you ever tried to put a straw in a cup? While <laughs> during you're driving? Yes, like that's <laughs> driving third, or you're yeah. drinking. I gotta drive, well, and now your face. I gotta drive. Out. With, yeah. I have to drive with my knees to get that thing in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So are again, we still talking about straws and cups? Whatever. Yeah. Is it your anniversary? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> dumb action movie. The stuff explodes and vehicles and gravity is defied. Whatever. That's fine. But that is just stupid in a bad way. To I have w- to do surgery in the back of a high speed pursuit. That's <laughs> the line where they're like, "Okay, be very careful. Be very careful." His, his it, spleen could explode at any second, <laughs> and it explodes. And she goes, "It exploded." And then and then the cameras die like they I'm like, don't they have those things plugged in? Like, wouldn't you think that in an ambulance? They were like, we're going to make sure these things. Why was was her laptop so low to begin with? The laptop should be one of those like professional grade. Like, yeah, 20 hours. It should have been plugged in. But it's at two percent when they start this call. By the way, if if spleen explodes, he'll die. Well, the spleen explodes, and he doesn't it die. Doesn't die. What kind of doctors are you? <laughs> that guy would have died, had so many infections. Oh, it's just ridiculous. he would not have been okay. cognizant. Also, this EMT, the best in the biz, except for she's she. No one wants to be her partner because she's because why? She's just a loose cannon. I don't know. She's, surly. Yeah, yeah. but she, she's the she's best. an assertive woman. She's oh. the best at what she does. Okay, she goes and finds the cop in the garage after Yaya had shot him twice, and uh, she he shot in the leg or whatever. Has he been shot again? The cop goes, I don't know. Okay, put some name ambulance. <laughs> what kind of EMT is she? An hour into this movie, one hour in, where's all this blood coming from? Yeah, that oh, was he was re- shot in the stomach an hour ago, and now I'm just like, what? <laughs> it was terrible. You would not notice for an hour someone's bleeding. She is much. not a, a good enough EMT to be qualified to unbutton a shirt. Yes, I mean what? <laughs> oh, you didn't pass your. your it's like they say she can keep anybody alive for twenty minutes. Twelve it's, minutes. It's because she's too dumb to declare them dead. <laughs> the, all the hospitals are all the hospitals. Are like we look, we just let her keep going. It's like, just a paperwork she, thing. They she, yeah. they die every time they like she, she's she comes doing in. his vitals. They're opening his shirt to defibrillate him. They're doing all this stuff, yeah. but did not notice a gunshot wound to she, his abdomen. It, yeah. It's also crazy at this point in. In the EMT world, they they have we I go through trainings every year uh, about how to clear a building to do things like and to do one of the things that has become the main focus is uh, first aid. 
right? So one of the things they teach us is you try to get the vest, you try to get all the stuff yeah. off and you take your hands and you run it down like their chest yeah. or their legs or whatever. And that way you can see where we're bleeding from. <laughs> It's yeah. 2020. She should know, I know to get the stuff. It's, it's but this I is agree. The it was like problem. insanely. This, is, it, this stuff is just dumb. And again, not dumb in a good way. It's dumb in a way no. that you cannot possibly suspend your disbelief. Right. Um, but so we got to so, mention, yeah. but, but he calls Poppy. He's a part of the, oh, he's like God. got a chop shop and, and, and all this. And he, Jake Gyllenhaal says, Hey, you used to work with my dad, whatever. We have this relationship. I, I have $16 million. You can have half. I need you to go and do all this stuff. We drive ambulances. We're going to do a switch up, which I, I like that idea because you know it seemed heisty. Get the ambulances in there, drive that different is, directions. That is the Italian job, right? But that's a that's a cool scene. So I like that concept. Why um, did they paint it green? I don't know. Yeah, if you were gonna because if you're gonna have a bunch of different, right. why would you? If you're gonna have four Let's ambulances, do the one that's blue or green. Yeah, I was like waiting for the payoff there. I'm like, oh, no, it's stupid. Like they like. Well, yeah. If the whole point is get five other ambulances, but then you paint one, you paint yours in color. Yeah. What are you and, doing? And if you're the cop in the helicopter, there are five different ambulances and a blue thing that looks a lot like an ambulance, but couldn't possibly be. <laughs> right. Don't pay any attention to that. Whatever you do. Yeah, it's a for this guy that's a criminal mastermind. He's he's uh, I believe he has robbed thirty seven banks in ten years. They've never caught him, although he is the boss of this car museum. Like, I, it's just weird. But, you know, and, and the cops, the local L.A. cops don't know this guy yeah. and who he is, yet he's robbed 37 banks in 10 years and just happens to run this business in L.A. But yep. Okay. So, yeah, so there's that part. But then also Poppy is going to set up a, a car with a mannequin and a Gatling that gun. That was the most ridiculous yeah. thing. That's, that's remote, that's remote controlled. controlled. But then the guys are like one block away. They get out of the car, put a brick on it, but they're not like remotely far away no the cops are like driving by them they're just standing there with the remote control like yeah you dope and then so okay they send one car that has c4 and it explodes and then they have another car with the gatling gun it takes out captain not josh dumal and (laughs) all these cops are dead at this point it's you know and they've they've escaped into the warehouse poppy's warehouse it seems like they've gotten away right and then uh in the, that whole Gatling gun situation, Poppy's, Poppy's son, son gets dies. shot. So now he wants revenge, and he's like, I'm going to keep the cop that you've got in the back of your car and the EMT because she knows our operation. Right. And this is where Yaya is like, you know, being a military man, and he really didn't want to get into all this. He's like, well, I can't let these innocent people die. And then I've killed 40 to 50 cops at this point, but these two <laughs> well, in the back are all right. I mean, for that character, though, at least. <laughs> like, I mean, Yaya shooting the original cop, that was a military response. Like, he... he like double tapped him you know what i mean like he was that was training that was he didn't mean to do that right he didn't want jake gyllenhaal's like well the guns are just for show and all this yeah right but (laughs) but you know i get how he could get mixed up and and feel bad and remorse and all that stuff but anyway then you know jake gyllenhaal's like sorry i'm i'm just this isn't my life and then i guess maybe when they played cops and robbers back in the day (laughs) that was like one of their things but he's like you want to again they're like dressed up like how like cowboys because their childhood from 20 years ago took <laughs> right. place in the 1940s where yeah. like an old-timey sheriff like what kid and... 20 years ago is dressing up in a cowboy well, outfit yeah and also the kids look like they yeah. were right right the kids also doing it look like they were 14 <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point i was like 20 years ago oh i was 20 so that's all right but kind of a cool i mean this is maybe one of the coolest scenes but i like when he's like you know you're always wanting to go right and i go left why don't we both go left go left but then they just do like the then they both go left and right 
but whatever they do, but like then they do the like the back to back shootout thing. Yeah. Like that's kind of a cool action thing. We've seen it before, but I'm like, all right, let's get some real action going here. Um, not one of these cartel guys with their automatic weapons, not one can shoot these guys. No, they're stormtroopers. Yeah. Well, yeah. the cops are stormtroopers. Everybody's a stormtrooper. A lot of them are stormtroopers. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, they storm something, all right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, 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 and I don't mean sci-fi. Like, <laughs> but the ridiculous, I'm glad at least some of the people on the heist in the beginning died because at first they weren't shooting them and they were just in the street. <laughs> that one guy open. gets run over and he pulls them out. He's like, oh, no, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, so the last part of this movie uh, – Yaya ends up shooting Jake Gyllenhaal in the back, which we don't realize either way. Because Jake's got the the cam by at gunpoint. Yeah. He's basically like, well, we're both going to die together. He's just full crazy. He's gone. He's point. gone full crazy at this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, and Yaya's right. like, I'm not going to let this happen. So we've got a black man who is in need of medical assistance, who the police officers are not allowing the EMT to help him be okay and they're in while while he's in handcuffs and they're parked in front of a hospital like the first thing they can do is run out i'm sitting there watching this movie and i cannot believe that this is happening on like it's just this just happened in the real world and the studio i I just cannot believe that they were like no put it in your movie i think because it wasn't written for a a black actor oh and nobody thought it through yeah i was gonna say you know what that's a good point. With the casting switch. If it was just, Dylan O'Brien. It's a it, it plays. It plays the optics different. are very different. They switched the casting. They added a few lines to explain their brothers, but they never actually changed. The That's a good ending. point. This I is one even, of those situations where I picture some young, just out of film school person who got a job on a movie as a production assistant, and they go up to Michael Bay and say. Um, do you know that this could be problematic? <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to do? Go back and rewrite this whole movie? I have to put in 43 yeah. more edits. I can't do that. <laughs> it's a lot of edits. I'm at my editing yeah, budget. Yeah, it was just like, I I, as I'm, I just could not believe that this was ha- Like They were putting this in <laughs> What about movie. this line? The FBI agent, hey, I know this guy. Right now, he's looking for a way out. Of course what? he is. He <laughs> right just now. robbed a bank and is on a high-speed pursuit. <laughs> What's been doing the last hour? <laughs> Thank you, genius. And then he goes, how do you know that? We used to be friends. It's like, no, because the guy robbed a bank and he's trying to get away. Like, what are yeah, you talking I don't, about? I don't need a personal history between yeah. the Fed and the robber. Again, <laughs> this ain't heat, brother. Yeah. Like, this is God, not. I <laughs> wanted to watch it the entire time in the theater. I'm like, God, I don't want to watch heat so bad. Yeah, it's such a good movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then the cop uh, is the, the cop who's been near death this entire time uh, says the I guess the Fed asked which one shot you. And it's two full-on pictures of these oh that's the other thing these guys rob a bank using their real names and nothing to cover their face yeah, their- for a guy that is very smart at planning heist and has robbed 37 banks in 2022 in years, you don't think there's fucking cameras everywhere john hall is in there and doesn't even wear a mask until none of them do until they're shooting and they have a stunt double and they have to put a mask <laughs> on i mean which is why they wear masks in movies like this but like yeah all these people just walked in without masks on yeah yeah wears one because i think he's definitely like i don't want to get he's also the only black guy in this group yeah so it's kind of like it was the black guy 
Like he's the only one in the group. But I, I do think it's ridiculous. You're right, though. They're saying each other's names. They yeah. got the mask on. And I get it. If if these are the criminals down on their luck, they have to do a heist or else they're going to lose everything. I get the bumbling idiots. This guy has robbed 37 yeah. banks in yeah. 10 years. He's the best. The FBI knows him. He went to the academy to learn and study them to know how to get around. Right. Which I got to tell you, that's a cool. Like, it's the Batman thing, right? Where he went to. The, he, he was so smart. He went to. Quantico, I guess, and learned how to beat the feds. Well, he sucks at his job because <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, his plan is so stupid without those. So yeah, yeah. It, it just doesn't jive with their story for him and his expertise and all that. Um, but I mean, but I get what Michael Bay is trying to do, right? You've got the veteran that's been um, forgotten by his country. You've got, um, you know, he's, he does, he gets roped into this the last second and makes bad decisions where obviously he shouldn't have, but he was desperate for his wife and child. And then in the end, it's like, well, he was trying to save the EMT. He was doing all this to save their lives. And, you know, does he get a second chance? And, and no, but, but that's, but, but, but that's what he's trying to do with this scene is it's like, well, the cop could the cop then knows because the EMT's like, he saved your life and whatever. He also shot him. Thank you. I he's know. also driving an ambulance and just destroying everything. Like, do you think Here, the cop would really be that kind hearted after there's being a, shot? If you yeah. want to do that, there's a line that Cam has to say where she says he was at gunpoint. There's, you could say anything. Like, if you want to try to redeem Yaya at this point, you got to give him a line where it basically the cop and Cam, because Jake Gyllenhaal's dead at this point, he, so he has no no right. word. They have to say he was being held at gunpoint to do all of this. Yeah. But he still drove over all those fruit carts. Bring him in. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what he's really. It's like a. It's like You're Al the reason Capone. the avocado prices went up. Yeah. you jerk. No, it's Al Capone. That's how they get him. Well, we don't have him for anything else. But see all those fruit carts he destroyed. Lock him away. Yeah. But uh, at the end, Jake Hall goes, my brother did do nothing wrong. Like, I think with all the things together, they planted enough where you could, where yeah. she could say, that guy he tried to save everyone. Jake Hall said, I, he didn't do anything wrong. I roped him into it. Like That dude's going to jail. It's a, He's going to jail. Yeah. But that decision at the end by the cop, when he said, which one of these guys shot you? And he just, he doesn't say that he didn't shoot him, but he says, he saved my life. And he right. says nothing else. Then it's like, well, what do they really have him for lesser charges you know now you know? that i think about it at the beginning of the scheme where yeah. yaya first shows up and he meets you know jake gyllenhaal yeah, the they're five talking minutes about before that. they're gonna leave yeah. exactly <laughs> what if yaya had not showed up right apparently yeah. there was no other getaway driver <laughs> yeah, no, there was what not. was what was the plan at that point no we idea. have the 32 million in bags no one's coming after <laughs> us but we still have to get away also that guy looked nothing like mel gibson what was that joke that yeah, I I mean, I guess they were saying that he looked like a guy from Braveheart, but, but he also looks nothing like Yeah, Mel he's Nelson. a goon from Central Casting, and he has a beard, so he must be Braveheart. Like, right. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin, the cop. <laughs> like, these guys like- Hey, can we get Steve Austin for this? I'm like, no. But can we get he's like- too expensive. Can we get stereotypical hard-ass looking cop Oh, guy? yeah, we got, okay. we got plenty of those. <laughs> I don't know. The, like, the jokes like that in the movie, like the Braveheart joke, which like- Jake Gyllenhaal's like, I'm not working with Mel Gibson. Like, it comes back around again. It's like, that's not a good joke because Mel Gibson doesn't look like that in Brave. <laughs> Especially yeah. now. Also, Mel Gibson's got like a big old bushy gray beard, and but doesn't look anything. He had yeah, long hair in Braveheart. This it, guy had a buzz it's cut. It's a weird joke. I was me. surprised when the gang member was putting the Gatling gun in that car next to the dummy mm-hmm. that somebody didn't say, where'd you learn how to do that? Breaking Bad, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last episode. Oh, yeah. you spoiled it for me. <laughs> cut. And by the way, that was 16 cuts in what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> this, man, this movie sucked. 
it had some stuff that I enjoyed. I think, it's not, like I said, the practical effects I think are great when they're done right. The cuts are atrocious. It, yeah, this is a big old yeah, for I mean, forty million dollars though. Well done. Yeah, yeah, it it does not look like a forty million dollar movie. No. I, Have we praised anything about this movie? Can we even think of one? The child thing? actors. The child yeah. actor was really good. The practical yeah. effects were good. I, I give them credits for using practical effects, but again, I've seen so many better car yeah. chases and explosions and stuff. The action wasn't coherent enough, and the car chases, yeah. no matter how many angles they had on it with their quick cuts, it wasn't impactful enough because you didn't have long enough to go. That was impressive. Right. You were just like, boom, 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 edit, edit, edit. And so I don't even think it was good for, for action. Like Michael Bay, we know can do it. I, didn't I don't, You know what? I don't know that he can anymore. But but we but well that's becoming questionable. You're right. Yeah. But I just mean that we know he's had it in him. And those bad boys movies, the first two that he directed, yeah, like those have some great action in them. Sure, the, and, the if the Rock is an amazing action movie, like that is almost a it, it's incredible. Yeah, I haven't seen it since high school. I don't go back and I know rewatch it's a it. Popular it's, movie. Oh man, it's a it's great. Does he reference any other movies he made? No, in because it, he or? hadn't made any yet. Oh. Did he yeah. reference any of his music videos? <laughs> oh, all the time. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. how he gets the rights to his music. He's like, no, no, I did that video. Like, yeah. that's, that's all right. I get to use it whenever I want, <laughs> yeah, right? right. <laughs> that's a shame. I think this could be really fun. I think the original movie is a good premise. Uh, I, I mean, Michael Bay adds all this action to it. Uh, you know, they had the simple car chases, but he beefs it up with the helicopters and all that. But at the end of the day, it just felt like it looked cool, and you couldn't believe they would be doing any of that with helicopters getting so close to the ground and civilians. Like, just the things that they were doing were yeah. like, what? what is your end game here? They've got two hostages. Let's keep, like, sending helicopters in to scare them. Like, what? what is <laughs> that, that going to so do? Dumb. You, can't, you can't blow them up because they've got hostages. Right. Where, where are you going with this? And I've, then I've never understood helicopter chasing car in a movie as scaring the people in the car yeah. for any reason, unless they have guns that can shoot down at the car. What does a flying helicopter that's, have to do? I'm going to keep driving on this road. Th- that's what I'm saying. And they, they can't shoot them because they've got hostages. And then Jake Gyllenhaal is shooting at the helicopter. He just put those <laughs> helicopter pilots at risk to buzz them, scare them, whatever. Yeah. It, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good movie. No. Yeah. No. Not at all. No. So, uh, well, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Oh. We didn't get it into 60 minutes. I know. To suck, but dang make, it. Don't think that means it didn't suck. Yeah. Just have to be clear. Have no fear. Yes. Yeah, There's right. just too much suckage where we <laughs> yeah. had to go on and on about it. You know it. what, Kevin? If you can get two other editors, you can get this down to 60 minutes. <laughs> no, we're going to go. Actually, <laughs> if you got two other editors like Michael Bay movies, you'd get this up to an hour 40. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Michael Bay says in interviews, like, all those cars flipping, it's real. That's I, It looked real. It looks very dangerous and could be dangerous. Uh, he said that, and then he said, some of the CGI is in this movie there's a couple of shots i wasn't happy with okay all right he, he got really mad about the, whatever all little, right you got me whatever, you jerks yeah whatever cg he did it's terrible so anyway i guess that's it for this one let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them this is joe you can follow me on the twitter at joey butts b-u-t-t-s 21 this is kevin follow me on twitter at kevin r bracket and watch heat <laughs> <laughs> and paul where can they find you on my website harrisonline.com and uh this time you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there like the page join the group and of course don't forget our patreon so that's it for this one uh coming up next week uh fantastic beasts oh, and the harry potter of cash grabs not the northman i would vote for the northman or everything <laughs> everywhere all at once both those movies are the northman is supposed to be amazing. Uh, i've seen it it's oh famous. you've seen it yeah oh all right i don't know we <laughs> shall see 
But uh, anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, Speed gets reinstated to the police force. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.